Hey, business building warrior, it's Jim. I've got a guest on the show today who is another replens success story. Another student of the Proven Amazon course who's following the path that we set out for 95% of all of our new sellers. And she started with the replens module. She sold, checking my notes, just under $350,000 her first full year. And she's on course to do between five and 600,000 this year, working far few hours in year two because she's built a bit of a team. She's operating at about a 20% net profit margin, which is phenomenal. She's finding replens everywhere. It's another one of these students who's just finding virtually unlimited inventory and just growing an incredible business as a result. She's also using our proven replens VA program, which is where we train a virtual assistant for you and then assign them to you. And that person works only for you and they find inventory like crazy just for you. The program is going extremely well. So today's guest, Jerry, as you'll hear from in just a minute, she was actually a coaching student as well. She talks a little bit about that, how great it went. She actually signed up for our in-person training, which is something that not very many, many people sign up for because it involves us traveling to your hometown, staying in a hotel near you for a few days and training you the entire system over the course of two or three days. It costs a little bit more money than our traditional coaching, but we do still offer it. We can actually do it virtually as well if you want to carve out just a handful of very intensive days versus a long-term coaching experience. We have lots of options for you. So there's links in the show notes near today's episode to all of those where you can contact us and get details on those programs. But enjoy yet another great example of a student who started off with zero e-commerce experience grew an incredible business following the strategies we teach in the Proven Amazon course, and is now emerging as an incredible leader in our community with a great story and sharing very openly the journey that she's been on. I think you're going to really enjoy the transparency today. It's not all rainbows and cherries. There's a few struggles along the way as well that she points out, but this is an incredible business model with a very bright future. And this is just one of dozens and dozens of great examples of interviews that we've conducted on this show where you can meet the real people who are doing the stuff that we teach. And just as a side note, I'm very proud of the fact that this podcast, this community associated with this podcast, the Facebook group of about 70,000 people, you can find links at silentgym.com to our free Facebook group if you're not there. But we represent in the entire e-commerce industry, from my vantage point, the only place where you can go and hear a steady stream of real people telling real stories of real success following a proven system that works around the world. It's incredible. No one else has a podcast like this that I've ever seen. If you do, please email me. Let me know about it. I'd love to listen because I love hearing these individual success stories. Rather than one expert telling everybody what they think, I like to hear from the people who are doing the business, succeeding, overcoming challenges. I love that about this podcast. So even though it's my podcast, I'm such a huge fan of the guests that we have. And I think you're going to see yet another great example of that today in Jerry. I just love her story. I loved getting to know her, talking to her a little bit afterwards. Such incredible people in this community. I'm blessed to be a part of it. So God bless you, business building warrior. I hope you learn a lot of great things today. Well, let's jump over and hear Jerry's story. So Jerry, welcome back to the program. Thank you. It's good to be back. 
Great to see you again. We're coming up on a year. What a fast year it's been. But wow, get us up to I, speed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's all been a lot that's happened in your business. And so fill us in maybe where you were before, last time we talked, and um, kind of where I you are now. We'll move into la- that. Yeah, last year we talked on Memorial Day. And I had just um, just finished my first my first physical year in business. Okay. And I that was pretty exciting. I had done just a little over 200000 And I was thrilled with that. And I started tracking my business. I wanted to track it my first full year, which would have been January of last year to December of last year. And I set a goal for myself, 300,000. And Scott said, that's not good enough. Do 350. I said, okay. (laughs) So I ended my year with um, 346,000, which I'm I'm thrilled. That was my first full year of business. 346, your um, first full year. Yeah, that was exciting. That's awesome. And you know, to go to go way back, I had my training with Carl Jacoby back in June of 2020, and that's kind of where it all just it just took off from there, and it's grown. I've got um, I have four employees now, including my VA. I'm still wow. working out of my garage because we there's just warehouse space around here. Just there's just isn't available, and yeah. so I have a we have a big oversized two car garage, and originally my truck was on one side. We moved my husband. We both have Suburbans. His was on the driveway. Now they're both on the driveway. And I'm using the entire garage. So, I think you might have to expand into some neighbor's houses to do some stuff. Yeah, like you got to get creative. I so want to you, keep it. I didn't. I want to move it. I didn't want to have anything upstairs because my dining room was it for a while. Yeah, but, that's a great tip, actually, when you're looking um, for space. No stairs. No one wants to be going up and down stairs with boxes. Yeah, was, delivery was, drivers, nobody. <laughs> you mentioned you went through training with us. Did you do the on in-person training? Did we send someone yes. to you? Okay, yes. cool. We, yeah, we have, awesome. He's just, uh, he actually connected up with a guy who used to work for me in our warehouse and they're both in Florida now doing amazing things. So he's not even on our training team right now. Still one of our leaders in our community, but has no time yeah. for coaching. But we do offer he's that great. service since you mentioned it, where we'll actually come to your hometown if you want us to help you yeah, get set was, up. So was, you went through that. I'd forgotten It was that. kind of right at the beginning of you know, of the COVID thing. Um, yeah. You know, some people were, were wearing masks. They, there weren't any mandates or anything yet. And it was mm-hmm. a little, you know, but it was, it, it was right at the beginning of it. So I kind of yeah. got it at a good time. So yeah. So that you're probably one of the last people we were able to serve that way by going on site. Yeah, yeah. it might be. Cause I don't think they're even doing that now. Are they? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we're back to doing it now. Oh, good. It's, it's not the most popular option because it is a little more costly. You know, we've got to pay for travel and that sort of thing. We can do coaching over Zoom and we've gotten really good at that, obviously, during the pandemic. Most of our students are there. But yeah, just to let folks know, I'll stick a link in the show notes. It's just our coaching office. Give them a call and say, hey, I want to have someone come to my town and and help me set up. So that's cool. I'm glad glad to to get a reminder. That's how you started. But okay, so let's pick it up from from there. You so you you hired us, went through the coaching program, had a three hundred and almost fifty thousand dollar first year sales. How was your margins there? Remind us. Um, right now, well, we've been, we were working obviously at a little bit of higher margin before I hired employees. And that's just sure. how that goes. We were right at about a 20 to 21%. Now I'm running right now about 18, 18 to 19% margin, which I'm thrilled because yeah. I'm paying for, I'm paying for people. And I currently don't take any money from my business. What I'm doing is I'm rolling everything I can back into the business. And then I'm taking a little bit and putting it into my retirement. That's what I'm doing this for. Because... Someday I'm going to be able to step back and just manage this business and my husband will retire and we're going to move back someplace warm, really warm. And so that's what I'm doing this for. 
I'm doing it for my retirement. That's beautiful. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great model. So what's, what's the business looking like these days? What are you doing? Still the same type of thing? Just scaled it up? Yeah. I mean, I'm still doing, I'm still doing all, well, I'm going to say probably 99, well, 98% replan. It's all replan. So mm-hmm. anybody who questions whether or not this model can actually work, it, it works. It works. It, it works 100%. It blows that's, me away too. I appreciate you yeah. saying that because it sounds that's like you spend some time in the forums. We get a lot of new people, skeptics, arms crossed. Ah, does this really still work? And it's crazy how consistent this model has been for so many years now for so many yeah. people. And we've lost, I mean, you know, you have a best-selling product and it's great for about three months and it's like, wow, you're, you know, and then all of a sudden it's not great. And we were trying to, we were trying to count all the times we've lost our best-selling product. Oh, and yeah. then you just go out and find another one. <laughs> I mean, it's just not, yeah. you know, it's, it's once you get in the habit of doing it, mm-hmm. it really, every time I go into a store, I can look around and, you know, and get, grab your phone. It's just that easy. It's um, a little daunting at first, you know, because you, you can go a whole day and not find anything. And then now I don't really source anymore. I go out and I do a little bit of shopping. I have a lot of, I've switched a lot, my, a lot of my um, models to doing OA and the FedEx guy comes every day. UPS guys come every day. We put a refrigerator in the, in, down in our garage. I keep Gatorade, Powerade, water, snacks. And they can just help themselves when they come. But I mean, they're here pretty much every day. And so that just makes it a lot easier because I don't really have to the price of gas. Who wants to go out and run all over town trying to find stuff? So I've really changed a lot of my business to an, to an OA model, which I love. That's it's tremendous. So you, do you it's have anyone who shops full-time? We just hired two more shoppers yesterday for our team. I do. I do. I have a girl that shops. She shops full-time and... I have another one that that's what she's right now. I have two of them. They just come in and work part-time. They're women in my neighborhood. They come in and all they do is prep. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have to prep anything anymore. Says, I'm smiling. <laughs> do they come and go on their own? Not really. I mean, they work in the afternoons. Maria has a, she has a full-time job. She finishes at three. She comes over and she works from three to five or five fifteen, just depending on how much we have to do. Um, Judy is retired and she comes in. She comes in around two o'clock and we'll stay until five or leave at four if there's not much more to do. So this just it just makes it I don't have any kind of schedule and we don't punch time clocks. When I get a warehouse, that might change. But for right now, it's still kind of laid back and yeah. I'm still liking it. I'm still having fun. So yeah. Well, we that's how my my warehouse setup is. People just kind of come and go. And if it gets a little heavy, we're like, hey guys, we need a few extra hours this week if anyone's around. And if there's not much to do any given day, you know, that's it's kind of a day off for everybody. They can go shop anytime they want to. Everybody on our team is a shopper potentially and they've all got the access to the list. So it really is a very flexible like, what do you feel like doing today? Nothing? Okay. You don't get paid, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm going to work hard all day, put in a 14-hour day. That's cool. Plenty to do. It's a really nice flex schedule you're able to do with everybody on your team. At least that's the way we operate ours. Well, and that's, I mean, that's, I don't have, like, we owned a, we owned a business before, but that was a brick and mortar. We were open set hours. And so you had to right. have schedules. You had to mm-hmm. come in at scheduled times. It's just not like that because maybe because it's in my, it's in my home, you know, I can kind of come and go as I please, which I like. And they, like I said, they, I posted an ad on my neighborhood, on my neighborhood um, Facebook group. I said, does anybody want to earn some extra money and work, you know, 10, 15 hours a week? Give me a call. And I had three people come in and say, oh, this is a great setup. We'd love to do this. And um, I hired two of them. 
So yeah, that's just, that's what we do. The neighborhood yeah. ad, what's it called? Neighborhood something, my neighborhood, or you know, there's neighborhood services and Facebook groups for your area, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it just blows so they up. Just, every they, time. they walk over here. You know, yeah. it's what, perfect. What do you pay? It's perfect for them. I'm sorry. What's the pay rate? I started them at 12, which is not great, but we live in Alabama. And so things are just less here. And um, I gave them both races at the end of the year up to 13. And then the girl that works for me, Katarina, she's my kind of my assistant. She obviously makes a little more. I have her on salary and I just pay her every two weeks. So gotcha. right now, 13 bucks an hour. And that they're yeah. perfectly happy with that. Yeah. They have absolutely no, you know, it's easy work. They... I have the radio playing. We, you know, we talk, we laugh, we joke, that's and they're so perfectly great. happy. That's so great. Um, Is there any way that I'm just I'm trying to paint a visual of what that area looks like? And you guys all, could you have someone snap a picture? Maybe we could put it with this episode if you're comfortable with it and they're comfortable. Oh, with my with my garage or with my yeah, just garage, I, I mean, family. just to show people, this, <laughs> we're not making this up. Like the, here's the garage. Here's, you don't have to show your products, or whatever. If it works out, no big deal. If we, yeah, if and that's not a problem. We have we have we have. I have five rolling racks that I can move around as I need to. We yeah. got tables for prep. I have um. My computer station down there. We we still do all of our own shipping, and so that's what, that's where my husband comes in because we ship right now. We're shipping twice a week. Um, we ship usually on Tuesdays and Fridays. We're doing right around eleven to thirteen hundred pounds twice a week. So we're shipping. UPS guys come and they just they go seriously this many boxes. I'm like, oh, you know. Are you playing with they're, uh, they're LTL yet? Not yet. We have um where we live in Alabama. We're um. It's very hilly and our driveway has a really big slope. And so I don't think anything bigger than a UPS truck or a FedEx truck can get down my driveway. Well, you can get oh. smaller trucks up in there for an LTL. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an 18-wheeler. You, you yeah. can get third party. And the size of a UPS truck or smaller can pick up an LTL pallet and save you about yeah. 20 cents a pound. Yeah, something and that's something that, into. I mean, there's a lot of things that we're, that we're, that we're, we have out here that we haven't really done yet. Like, like a VA, I thought, Oh, I don't need one yet. You know, do I really want to do this? Is this the route I want to take? And what am I glad I did? <laughs> yeah, that's actually a great yeah. example. It's it's a very similar decision point. Like, ah, you know, I, I'm doing okay doing it myself, kind of doing it the way I do it. But let's talk about the virtual assistant. We only spoke briefly about this, and I don't want to hear how it's going. I know that you got into our proven replens VA program, yes. and there's a link in the show notes for listeners today. But uh, can I just tell people what it is, and I want to hear your experience with it, okay? Uh, Jerry, so we train virtual assistants predominantly out of the Philippines on our selling programs, specifically on our sourcing, replen sourcing strategies. We get them up to speed, get them fully trained, get them vetted. We've had about 50 people at this point who have built a relationship with one of these virtual assistants because once they graduate our program, we assign them individually to the seller who pays us for our service. So basically, we're like a a headhunter for great trained virtual assistants <laughs> at that point. And you pay us and we hand them and they work only for you, finding inventory only for you. So you've had one for a while, Jerry. Now fill us in on the, the story there. Um, well, we made a decision. I don't even know that you'd made the decision. I think, I think an email, must have been, might have been an email that came across in my husband's email. He said, he said, oh, they've got, um, Jim's, they've got VAs now. He said, you think it's time? I said, well, just go ahead and just fill it out and we'll see. And I wasn't even 100% sure. I said, I think this is probably the, ne the next thing we need to do. You know, I've pretty much sourced every Walmart around me. So, you know, where do you go from there? And so he filled out the form and I, it wasn't even five minutes later when Matt Thompson called, introduced himself. We talked for a while and 
And he said, you know, if you're interested, let's go. I said, okay, let's do it. So then he put us in touch with Kyle. And I talked to Kyle a couple of different times. You know, he said, well, what do you, Kyle said, what do you think about doing? You want to, you know, take pictures and send pictures. I said, I don't really want to go that route. I said, if I'm going to go take pictures, I can come home and source all that myself. And so I gave Kyle some very specific guidelines of what I was looking for. I said, I want, um, I want a higher price point. I want $30 or more. I said, I want things without expiration dates. I said, I, you know, I don't care if it's, if it's big, we can pack it. I said, um, and I want to get out of, get out of grocery. Let's look at other categories. And that's what she's done. I didn't, I was, since I was a little unsure, I started at her at 20 hours a week because I didn't really know how I was going to manage. You know, I didn't, this was brand new to me. Mm-hmm. And very quickly, after 30 hours a week, by the end of this month, she'll be at 40 hours a week. She'll be full time. What's the hourly She's rate? wonderful. I'm sorry? What's the hourly rate? It's $4? Yeah, typical. I think three yeah, to five is typical. $4. Yeah. And I always, and we, I always feel obliged yeah, I mean, to remind everyone that the conversion rate in the Philippines, you have to multiply that number by five to eight times to get the actual, you know, how it spins locally. So that's a really good hourly rate in the it Philippines. It is. And we're going to give her a raise soon. We gave her a little bonus at Christmas. Um, she had a problem with her computer. So I pitched in some money to help her fix her computer. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's, she's wonderful. I think of her as just one of my, part of my team. She's, she's wonderful. Talk and a little bit more about that relationship now that you've had. And how long, how long ago was this? How many, how many months have you had? She on started on um, December 6th. So about four so, months in, coming up on it. Well, yeah. And you're well, a little over three. Yeah. She's found, um, I mean, she sends me a spreadsheet. She updates a spreadsheet every day and sends it to me. And it's very user-friendly. I am not good on the computer. That is not something I ever learned in school. I'm of an age where we can do, we, we do a little bit on the computer and that's about it. And she sends me spreadsheets every day that are so easy for me to use with a link to the Amazon link and the store link. And it's that easy. I click on it. I look at it on Amazon. I check it on RevSeller. If it's a good one, boom, I order it. It's just, it's just that easy. And when I say it's easy on the computer, it has to be easy on the computer. Or I won't say that. <laughs> That's great. She how, sends, about how many is she finding you? She works every day. She does. Um, she sends me anywhere between... I'm going to say some days she has really good days and there's 13, 14, 15 other days. It's two or three. And then she always says, I'm so sorry. I said, look, but apologizing. <laughs> you know, we all have days like that, but I gave her very specific guidelines. Yeah. It's um, pretty so tight far parameters. I have yeah. down here on my list. I actually went through yesterday and tried to count, but I'm not looking at things that I've just added. I'm looking at things that I've actually replanned at least three times. And I have um, 236 items that she's added that I have replanned three or four or five times. And I think wow. that's amazing. 236 amazing. items. And, yes. the, this and this is just do some round numbers math real quick. Okay. And you said, what were her parameters? You wanted to, you wanted them selling for at least $30 at what ROI? I wanted, yeah, because I mean, when Carl and I first started, everything, it was this $15, you yeah, know, and right. that, those are easy enough. I mean, you can find those stuff like that all day long. And I Tens just said, you know, let's look. Yeah. And she said, but I don't know that I, you know, she said, I'd rather have you send me pictures. I said, look, now just try it my way. She said, well, give me, so I gave her a list of stores that I had tax exemptions from. And you'd be amazed at how many stores will actually give you a tax exempt. It's pretty simple. Pretty much I all gave of her them. a list of about 12 stores. And I said, just start here. And that's what she did. Um, my best selling product, I'll, I'll give you a, a, just, this is one of the things that this has been, this is so far, I think this is going to be one of my best selling products until it's not. I can't say forever. Um, it's an item I purchased for $49. Um, it's the average sale price is $122. Uh, 
So that's about an 85% ROI in the last 38 days. Um, I'm sorry, last 30 days, I sold 38 units for a total of $4,615 in sales. So that's just, that's one of the things that, that is probably going to be, for right now, it's been one of my best selling items. And okay. she's done things in electronics and, you know, in home goods and pet care. Right. Um, she loves Office Depot and Office Max. And, you know, she's put, just found little bundles and, you know, three and four packs of things. And Sure. Great ASINs. She's an ASIN hunter and that's all she does. And she's getting good at it. Yeah. That, that's what the program's designed to do. Uh, that one ASIN, I'm doing rough math in my head. Well, within four to six weeks has basically paid for your virtual assistant. <laughs> the um, fee you paid us. Yeah. I you mean, know, it's... Maybe two months tops. That one yeah, ASIN I mean, of the 240 she's found you. Most of the things that she's found, um, we're running right now between a, a, I mean, I'm not going to say right now, I'm going to say, let's go back about four or five months ago before the prices started going up so rapidly. Sure. Um, we, were do, we were running right around an 83% ROI on, on our whole business. Um, right now, the order we just, we just packed today, it's at a 78% ROI. Mm-hmm. And so that's just prices that everybody has seen this, you know, the prices that we're buying things from have gone up and Amazon prices are still a little bit low. They can't stay that way. People yeah. aren't going to be able to stay in business. They're going yeah. to, the C- customers to ultimately pay. You know, it's not the yeah. business owners that pay when there's tax increases or when there's inflation. It's the customers who pay ultimately. The prices drift up and, and they're the ones absorbing all these new costs eventually. Right. Yeah. So I, I just, I love her. I can't, I mean, she's, she's so, they had a, they have some problems over there. They have uh, typhoons. Um, she sent me a, a message, uh, sent me a text or said through Skype a video um, last week of a storm that came in and she had water rushing into her house mm-hmm. and she had yeah. a picture of it and they, they had to evacuate and they were in a hotel and she said, I can work when I get to the hotel. I said, look, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, if she has to take some time off, she always makes it up on, a, you know, working extra hours one day or working on a Saturday or whenever I don't ever have to. I mean, I just, I think she's just a very good, honest, hardworking woman. And mm-hmm. I don't have any complaints about her at all. None. Yeah, that's phenomenal. It's very typical. I mean, I've, I've been studying Filipino specifically, but you know, you see Pakistan and you see all, you know, there's many other kind of pockets where this opportunity has kind of popped up to, to find virtual assistants who work really, really hard for a few dollars that go really, really far in their currency. But the Philippines have kind of been at the top of our list for a long time for several reasons. You've kind of hit on just culturally, they, you know, they typically speak great English. They love Americans. They love Westernized business models. They're familiar with them. They're very well educated. They're comfortable in computers and technology. But you know, like you mentioned, some of the, the little negatives are they can just lose power suddenly for days or a typhoon <laughs> or yeah. you just don't hear from them for a week and a half. You're like, what happened? It's like, okay, here's what... And they get back to you later. Like, here's what happened. So sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, we had this Typhoon the Odette that just came oh. through. Typhoon Odette, and they were they. She didn't have power, but when she got to the hotel, you know, yeah. she said, "I got my, my Wi Fi back. I can work." I said, and, and a little tip for you too. You know, you've just, you've got one virtual assistant right now. Well, at the point you're ready for another one, a great way to get another one is to say, "Hey, how about you find a good friend that you trust, someone that will work for you? We're going to start them out at maybe three dollars an hour while they prove themselves, but let's get them up to speed doing what you do, working just for me." Do you think you could find and train that person? 
I've seen entire teams that. grow that way. Yeah, that's a great idea. I never even thought about that. Thanks. <laughs> oh, she'll be, she'll be, I guarantee you, she'll be thrilled to, to set about finding that person. She's got a long list of friends right now that are very jealous that she's making so much money working for a, a successful company, right? Yeah, she's, she's buying things that her friends can't even imagine being able to afford. And they're just as skilled as she is. It's almost unfathomable to us how blessed we are in comparison. Yeah. Sometimes we forget that. <laughs> oh, so blessed. Yeah. Everyone listening to this beyond just so unimaginably blessed compared to so many right now. Well, I want to, I want to hit on a couple of the themes that we've kind of, we've, we've cruised past okay. so far. Let's talk about your work schedule now, because I'm starting to feel like, you know, one of the themes I have is only do the stuff that only you can do as a business owner. That's your goal. You're always heading towards that. It sounds to me like you're getting really kind of close to that edge of there's nothing that you're the only person that can be, you kind of turn it over to the team almost, right? So how do you process that? I waited, I mean, when I first started this, I I had to work in my, my business and work at my business. And I wasn't managing my business so much because I was the only one doing it. And so I didn't have a choice. And that worked out until I hired my first person. And then I very could very easily turn some things over to her. And then I have the two ladies that prep for me. One, Judy, she's dying. Every time she goes into a store, she takes pictures of things. Can we use this? Can we? And so within the next month or so, I'm going to, you know, make her have her shot for me because she would, she would love to do that. You know, and having Rosemary just finding all these great new products. The only thing I have to do is I just go through and I bet everything that she sent me and I let her know, yes, or some things that she'll find that are, they're not available in my market and I can't have them sent. And so I'll just put on there, no, can't do this or can't do that, can't do this. And I spend, I'm an early riser. I just, I get up about five o'clock. I just like that early morning. And sometimes I only, I used to go shopping. I used to shop five, six days a week because that's what I had to do. And I would be up, I'd be at Walmart at six. I'd be at, you know, a different little local store at seven. I'd be here at eight. And, and I don't do that now. I go out one day a week. <laughs> that's it. Because my other girl that works for me, Katarina, she shops and I don't need, I don't need to work as hard in my business. I'm stepping back slowly and I'm managing people that work for me and managing my business. And it's so much easier. And when you just, when you let go and think, you know what, I'm not the only one that can do this. I, yeah. you know, I'm really not. Somebody else can do it. And if it means that I have to spend less time doing it, then it's good. <laughs> it's a good thing. You're building an asset. It, that's really what you're doing. That's the path that we that we push our students down. You look over your shoulder, and your your list of responsibilities is constantly shrinking. While you're earning more money, fewer hours, more money. You're building an asset, and you've done it brilliantly, almost naturally. You're you're one of these guests that people I think often have a response when they hear, especially if they're newer to this. They're like, oh, they're making this all sound so easy. So maybe we need to take a moment, it's like. What are some of the rough spots? Like, have you ever lost a thousand dollars because you just really bought a bad ASIN and there was nothing you could do with it except burn it in the backyard? Like, give us the nasty little ugly underbelly of this business. What are some of those pain points? So you don't leave everyone thinking like, know, it's just a skip through the park. No, gosh, no. I mean, people ask about it. I said, look, this is not for the weak or hard or for the lazy. Right. It's just not. You have to be, you have to be 100% committed to it because when I, when we first started, I was literally working seven days a week to get this business. And I knew that that's, that's what we had to do to get this business started and get it growing. I worked seven days a week. I would get up at five o'clock in the morning and I would find, I would 
work from six o'clock AM to six o'clock PM, sourcing, shopping, prepping, working on my buy list, working on, working on my, I mean, it was just, it was, just, it was constant. And so, no, it was not a walk in the park. None of it. I don't know that we've really made any really bad choices with ASINs. Carl trained me really well. <laughs> I mean, he trained me really well, you know, to really, really bet something before we ever purchase it. And yes, we've made some mistakes before, but they're nothing that I can't, that I can't absorb. You know, yeah. it's, I mean, I've, it's just, it's, it's grown and it's changed. And yes, there have been hurdles. There have been, like I said, we, we, you know, you get your, you get IP complaints, you get, you know, you lose your best selling, your best selling ace. And I had one that was, I mean, for six months, it was my number one selling product. It was a great product. And then it wasn't. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you, you know, you kind of mope about it for a few days and then you find something else that's going to be your best selling product. And it's not really that easy. You have to look for it, but I'm just, like I said, I've been doing this. It's, it'll be three, it'll be two full years and it'll be two years in June. And it really has, it, it's really changed from what I first was doing. And I still work a lot of hours, but that's, I don't have, my children are grown. It's been winter. So what do you do? You know, you can't work in your yard. You can't do anything outside. So I work and I've always worked. So I don't mind. I'm not working the crazy 12 and 13 hour days. I might work five or six hours a day now. And I work five days a week. That's it. Hey, we'll get back to the show in just a second, but I've got to let you know about the latest sponsor of this program, GoAura.com. Nearly all of the successful replin sellers in our community are using a tool called a repricer that helps you win the buy box more often at the best possible margins. One of the tools that's among the favorite tools for Amazon sellers in this community is GoAura.com. That's G-O. A-U-R-A.com. It's a repricing tool that's offering a 25% discount for three months to all the members of this listening community. Simply go to goaura.com slash gym. Goaura.com slash gym. Once your account is set up, use the discount code SILENTRADIO, all one word, to get your 25% off for the first three months. I think you're going to love these guys. Thanks, Goaura. I'm not working the crazy 12 and 13 hour days. I might work five or six hours a day now. And I work five days a week. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And that that's pretty typical of the, that's the growth scale that we see very typically. There's with anything worth doing, anything worth building, any, any business worth launching, there's <laughs> going to be that period of intense focused effort. Now, I just want to make sure people realize you don't have to do 12 hour days to, but if you want to have a $350,000 first year doing it as a one-man operation, yeah, you might have to kind of put go in that hard. But we have plenty of people that just spend a few hours and kind of slowly ramp up. You know, by yeah. month six, they're at $20,000. And, you know, they're kind of that slow curve. They've got busy schedules. But you went all in. This is all you did. That's why you saw the numbers you saw. Uh, one of the things I, I want to point out too, I think it's an observation is, you can kind of tell where people are at in their replens journey. If there's, you kind of start to see the typical the checkpoints, if you will. One of the checkpoints you pass on this business is you stop being emotional about ASINs. What I mean by that is, I've heard you it's reference a couple you of your top love, sellers. You fall in love with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, at first, it's your baby. That first ASIN you find, you'll never forget it. You'll take a picture of it. You'll frame it. And maybe it lasts for six months or a year. Maybe it lasts for a month, but you remember it. After that, you realize that 
every product you're going to get into has got a bit of a shelf life as value shelf life. You know, I'm going to make X dollars off this ASIN. I don't know when the, when the gravy train is going to stop, but let's <laughs> ride the train as long as it goes, knowing there's no risk at the end because I'm only going in 30 days worth of inventory at a time. So my worst case scenario is I sell that last batch at a break even or slight loss after I've rode this, you know, it's kind of like having the advantage of buying stocks that are going up and you're only buying stocks that are going up. And as soon as they start to go down, you sell them and you just buy more stocks that are going up. You know, that's the replens business. So you become very unemotional. ASINs are just numbers. Products are just, you know, letters and numbers on a page, right? Do you have, are you emotional about any of your products? Not, Not anymore. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, we, we, I can't believe this is happening. This is my best, you know. And it's um, it is emotional. And then you get to the point where, look, it's you just move on, mm-hmm. you know. But I was furloughed from my job when I started all this, and that's it was in um March of 2000, and that's why we start. My husband had he he bought the pack about a year before, and he kept saying, "You can do this." I said, "I don't want to do this." I have a job I like. I make good money. Leave me alone. You know, it was didn't really nag at me, but then I didn't have a job. And so I he said, just just do me a favor and, and watch this. Just this guy named Jimmy's doing this thing. I think you could do this. And I watched his, I watched Jimmy's the module and I was hooked. Hook, line, and sinker. Boom. We decided we were gonna put the money in, pay for the coaching, and hit it, hit the ground running. And so that's what we did. That's and this, so far, the, the today this year, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I have been um, today from January 1st. I have been ninety five thousand dollars. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so we're we're not even all the way through March yet. And you're at ninety five thousand. Yes, we're, we're halfway exciting. through March, and you're at ninety five k for the year so far. That's it's exciting. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're yeah. on a great trajectory. So you're going to easily hit a hundred. So yeah, you're going. You're going to way past last year. That's for sure. I'm up right now 101% over last year. Yeah. And with, um, if, if you get any bump at all out of Q4, I mean, you could be going well over 506, maybe. What's your goal? Um, I said 500. My husband said 600. And I okay. Said, oh, well, there we go. I'm right in line. He said stretch goals for me. So <laughs> that's tremendous. But, at about a 20%, yeah, you know, right at around there. You know, you're not paying yourself. So if you did pay yourself, it comes out of that 20% net. That's tremendous. Wow. And, and you're putting, quickly automating the account. whole thing. I'm putting into a retirement account. I put in every every month, I put it into my retirement account. Mm-hmm. And I don't need, I mean, my husband makes enough that we can live off what he makes. And that's what I, that's what we chose to do with this, with this money. I don't know when he's going to, initially we, we had a plan of after maybe a year, he would come work with me, but he really, he likes his job. He likes his yeah, job. He sure. makes good money. We have good benefits. And so, for right now, I'm just kind of doing it my own. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Well, what what are your other thoughts on uh, on growing this? Let's say you free up your time, and, and let me just let me just dream with you on a little, couple little scenarios. You could keep doing what you're doing, and it's going to keep growing, and that's beautiful. That's scenario A. But let's talk about maybe automating it even one step further to where like someone else is checking your virtual assistant's ASINs. Someone else could be doing that. Right? Uh, sure. You my, start to free girl- yourself. You're not doing any prepping now. Nope. You know, they come and go in your garage at set times, but you don't have to be there. Like, but you still want to capitalize on the momentum you have. I think you start getting into some of like the proven brand building, you know, getting up your own multi-packs and unique ASINs that belong only to you. Have you thought in that direction at all? That's one yeah. of the ideas. Um, I've actually 
took, I took Lisa's, Lisa and um, Jenny's bundling course. So that's definitely something that, that I'm going to, I'm going to start. Um, I took Rich's wholesale course. And so that's something again, that I want to just these things that are, that are, they're not right in front of me. They're over here a little bit, but I'll get there. Like my, the VA was over here a little bit and now exactly. I couldn't be happier with that. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a matter of taking that, that step and just going ahead and doing it. And so I think wholesale really is where I want to go next. I want to really start working on getting some wholesale accounts, getting um, just working on getting more stuff that um, they, people can, they can, they can bring it to me instead of me having to go out and shop and, Right. I think that's probably the next thing I'm going to really start my focusing on. And I have time during the day now. I mean, literally, I just, my days are just so much easier now. And I, it, it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's fun to be stepping into that fresh air of you've made yourself, you've duplicated the work that you were doing. Someone else is doing it now. You're freeing up your time slowly, a little piece at a time, a few minutes at a time. And you find yourself with extra hours in the day and your business is still growing. It's an incredible feeling. It is. It's nice. (laughs) That's where you're at. Wow. Well, uh, did you have, I think we've hit your story pretty well. Is there, were there other components of your story that we've left out? Is there anything else that you've done or any lessons you want to teach the listeners, you know, have have anything on your list? No, I mean, I just, you know, you see all, all these new people coming on and they just have so many questions about, you know, can this work? Can this work? Yeah, it can work. It, it can. I mean, it, and you don't have to start with, I mean, we, I so said, we went all in and we, our initial investment, we, um, we had, we took $10,000 and initially that's what we invested. And then when you think about starting a company, starting a business, that's not that much. 10 grand is not that much. Generally, um, we had that and that's what we put in. We paid for our coaching. We had enough that we could get merchandise in. And I don't know that I couldn't have done this on my own. I possibly could have, but it would have been much slower um, mm-hmm. so we chose to have Carl come in and just boom, two intense yeah. days. And for me, I was more confident with using my phone and using the apps and using the things that, that make this easier to do. And now I think my next thing is I really want to get it. I do want to get into wholesale. And I love the bundling idea and just finding unique things. We have a couple of our own listings that we've done and just, they've done real, they've done really well. We've been able to, we have three of our own listings that we made and that was kind of fun. And so I've got three unique things that are selling. They're more like replant bundles because they sell, you know, they're, they're, they're replants, but they're our listings. Right. And, um, but you didn't go out and invent a new product or these are just no, creative gosh, bundles. No. Off. I just bought some things and put them together. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's, that's it, it. I mean, it's, it's a little more than that, but sure. it's nothing it, that it's I something we have to keep know. in mind constantly in this community is, you know, we've, we've become very comfortable and used to how simple this model is in comparison to the other models out there that involve keyword research and pay-per-click advertising and finding gaps in the marketplace and buying products from China and waiting six months for them to ship and inventory quality control and trademark issues, getting it back. (laughs) No, we're talking about stuff that's on the shelf at retail stores that is worth a lot more money on Amazon than it is wherever it's sitting right now and helping you find those and scale that up in building six, seven figure businesses with a system, you know, it can be that easy. 
And uh, I still feel like we're making it sound easy, but it, it's it, anything worth doing is blood, sweat, and tears. There's going to be mistakes yes. made, but we've minimized, we've systemized so much of this and minimized the margin of error on so many of these processes. It really is kind of just laying there for those who want to do the work. So well done. You've built it a beautiful machine. Thank you. Yeah. Like I said, I still, it's, it's still fun. It's still exciting. You know, I, I see these people post, oh, so I have my first hundred dollar day. And like they always say, this is small potatoes to a lot of you. I remember my first hundred dollar day. I was in Walmart sourcing and I was dancing. I'm like, Scott, we need a hundred dollars. Oh, it's proof you know, of concept. That, that right? You need to, you need to celebrate. And I yes. still, every time I have a sale, I was like, oh, another sale. I sold this. I sold that. How many you know, times a day do you refresh your app and check your sales? Oh, not as much as I used to. I used to every five minutes. I used to be on there. <laughs> yeah, I've slowed but, down quite a bit on that. Now I've got to see all the things going on. I still look, but not like I used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of know it's kind of predictable. It reminds me a lot of uh, the closest business I ever did to this was nowhere near as scaled or scalable, but I had a gumball route. Uh, with maybe 40 different gumballs. I went on laundromats and hair salons and, you know, I I would just drive around and I knew almost, you know, within 50 cents or a dollar, how much money was going to be in that machine. If I say, if I go once a month at the exact one month, it's like, it's crazy how consistent. And this business starts to feel like it's consistent. Some of your ASINs are dropping off. They need to be replaced, always adding in new ones, dropping off a few, but you just kind of know. You know, a bad day is followed by a good day. Great days are followed by average days. Like at the end of the month, you kind of know what to expect. It's a beautiful business model. Well, cool. What else is on your list? You said you'd made some notes. I don't, I don't want to leave no. anything out that we uh, that we uh, should. No, well, this is something that you were just you just had mentioned. I mean, does it ever get to a point where you look at your sales and this is like a roller coaster or a yo-yo? I mean, I just I, I look for that day when when I consistently have all of my days are you know. But I still have this. I mean, I have my. That's I had, the one. Believe it or not, I have my best day mm-hmm. ever in February, which is traditionally in a brick and mortar. That's going to be your worst month of the year. I had my best day ever in February of last month, and then, mm-hmm. then the three days after that were, you know, it's like this down and then back up again, and it's just like a yeah. yo-yo. Yeah, it really Does it is. Ever not I mean, no, is it get to not a with the replens model? The replens model is going to be some pretty dramatic swings day to day, but week to week, month to month, that's where you kind of measure. You look instead of looking at a snapshot, you look in more of a, a more significant period of time. Yeah, because a day, twenty four hour period, is a kind of an arbitrary number to use, and we. As entrepreneurs, we place a lot of significance on that 24 hour, but it's really in the big picture, it's kind of an insignificant snapshot. If you're looking week to week or even ideally month to month, that's more accurate indicator of kind of where things are heading. But I would also say, uh, just having seen you know thousands of people doing this model, uh, you start to add a lot of stability when you start to get into those ASINs that belong only to you. Because what you're experiencing is you know, some people jump on your <laughs> listing and so it doesn't sell real well for a few days until that person sells out because they're priced too low. And then we're back up into the reasonable territory and you're ace and it, your sales start happening again. You can't control others jumping on and off of yeah. your listings. That's the nature of the business. So it does add a little bit of a randomness to it, but that's where we like getting our experienced replant sellers into the proven brand building. I'll stick a link to that in the show notes too, but that's where we start getting and build your own multi-packs that are in a box branded to you off of common everyday products. 
but now you own the ASIN and you can say, hey, this, this thing sells about 10 to 15 times a week for me consistently. And you kind of locked in. That's, that's a lot more stability there as far as each yeah. ASIN being more stable. But yeah, that's it's it is kind of the roller it is a roller coaster. But it, you you know you look at those weeks or those months. Ideally, that's my best advice there. Um, I just like right now since it's so so new. I just like to go to the, to the year and see what I'm doing like year. And I just I mean I did February was actually better than January, which is just so shocking to me because I I had a great January. Mm-hmm. My January is better than my December, and that that kind of shocked me. And then I think oh February, I mean when we owned our we owned our business we had a brick and mortar. There are sometimes February would be so slow we would actually not pay ourselves for a week and so we could and pay our employees because it would be so slow. And then, you know, March obviously picked back up again. So I was completely shocked when February was my was such a good month. And this month I'm up from last month and I'm up over last year. So I'm I'm excited. It's uh it's fun. <laughs> That's beautiful, Jerry. Yeah, you and you make a good point. You know, the the nature of the replens model is that. The fourth quarter, December, the hottest shopping month of the year. Yeah, it's a it's a decent month, but it's just kind of another month for replen sellers because we're selling yeah. random, boring stuff, not emotionally <laughs> vested in anything. It's not the exciting, hot deals of the day. It's boring stuff. Name a couple of the boring items you sell for them. Just give us a couple of examples. You don't have to just give us the ace and obviously. I'm just saying, you know, give us a couple of examples of some um, of the just weird, random things you sell. Well, I find that I have... Um, we have a lot of lo- smaller local stores here and anything that I can find that's from, from Alabama sells like crazy. I mean, cornmeal and flour, right. just things like that, that, you know, we have a hot, there's a hot dog sauce that's made here in Alabama. And, and I sell that. I mean, I don't know that anybody ever heard of it unless they were here one time, maybe had it on a hot dog. And I, that was something Carl sourced for me. I said, that's not going to sell. He said, you'd be surprised. You know, so look for things that are that are made in, in the state where you live. Yeah, look for know? unique local advantages for sure. Yeah, it's, and it's and, be, and just to be clear, you'd be surprised at how at how well they do mm-hmm. on that. Just those few random people that you know maybe have heard of it or want to try it. And, and and these aren't products that you're bringing new and introducing to Amazon. That's a different model. We're talking about products that you research and you go, wow, hey, this is selling 30 times a month and there's only two sellers selling it. I'll jump in there. We can each get 10 sales a month instead of them splitting the 30 sales. There's three of us now and there's profit there. So we're not bringing new products to market. We're not doing that. Although there's opportunity there. Like I said, we're just hopping on ASINs that are underserved. I want to make sure people realize we're not talking about you going out and you know, going to a farmer's market and trying to sign up a bunch of new farmers who don't have products on Amazon yet. You're not doing that. No, I'm going into stores just like just like you have where you live and just looking at the shelves and got my phone with me. I never go anywhere that I don't. I mean, we literally don't go anywhere that we're not looking for something. Gas stations. No. Gift. Bucky's. Going to, if you have a Bucky's near you, never going heard to Bucky's. Wow. <laughs> Never heard it's like of. a super Walmart, a Meyer, and a Kmart all thrown into one. Plus, they have really good brisket, so that's a great place to go. They got food there too. You can eat while you're oh, in the store, kind of like the Costco kind of thing, or yeah, they're the ones that do that. Sam's Club. Oh no, Bucky's has. I mean, they're 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 well. You have to go into Bucky's to, to even understand. Must be a <laughs> southeast thing. Must be must be you. You got you Southerners. You do things different. You got sweet tea everywhere. 
don't do that. <laughs> hey, it's been great hanging out with you, Jerry. Did, is, I don't want to leave anything off your list. Did we hit the points that you had for us today? I think Scott had, Scott had wanted me to ask you something. And this oh, okay. has to do with cool. not not so much with you or the pack, but something with with Amazon. He said he wanted to know if you think um and Scott's my husband for those of you that don't that don't know me. We probably should have pointed um, he, that out earlier. Yeah, he's my husband. <laughs> um, Thirty two years. We we find a lot of times I'm getting I'm getting feedback about things that that they're they're my products, but not necessarily maybe the way that I pack them. And I get returns for things that aren't even mine. So how do you think that Amazon commingles things, even if we check don't commingle? Uh probably. Okay. But they don't punish you for it, is my short answer to yeah. that question. What I mean by that is if you get something back and say, uh, this wasn't mine, I'm pretty sure I because I don't package things this way, they'll go, okay, well, it may have accidentally got commingled. They're not going to punish you. If you do commingle, you run a risk of being punished for someone else's poorly packaged product. But as long as you're not electing to commingle, which typically we say, hey, don't, don't commingle. It's no, kind of the general rule. That. No. So that way, if, if something does come back and you give the pushback every time I've ever heard someone saying, hey, you know, this isn't my packaging. I, I, I know it's not. You know, we use a sticker on every bag, or whatever. And the, the, this bag did not have the sticker. They'll forgive you for it. Haven't heard of anyone getting in trouble on that in a long time. The only place I've ever heard those horror stories of commingling was like on media, like CDs and movies and stuff. But um, it's it's not a big issue to be concerned about. But I do think they probably do commingle some. But have you have you ever seen the way an Amazon warehouse is laid out? Have you ever done a tour or seen Mm-mm. how they organize? It's incredible, Jerry. It's worth mentioning. It sounds boring, like who cares how a warehouse is managed? But they don't have like an area where all the product X is stored here, product Y is stored here, all together in nice organized bins. They just throw it randomly on shelves as it comes in and indicate where it is. It's much the same way that I organize my email inbox. I don't have folders where I stick similar emails. I just go back and do a keyword search when I need. Like, hey, when's the last time Jerry sent me an email? I'll do a quick keyword search. Oh, there you are. That's the last email we (laughs) had, right? I don't have a Jerry folder. I don't need it. (laughs) because I know right where to go to find it. Amazon's kind of doing that. They're just throwing it on shelves and then noting in the system where that product is. So when they need it, they go get it. And it's sitting right there between a children's book and a pair of Nike shoes. There's your jar of pickles, right? It looks like total chaos, but they know right precisely where they put it on the shelf. Sounds like chaos. So they don't Mm. waste a lot of time organizing the inventory unnecessarily. It's pretty crazy. So commingling doesn't happen a whole lot. Yeah. No, we just had, I just said, um, I've had some just bad reviews. I mean, Amazon strikes through them, so it isn't a problem. But I'm thinking, I know that I didn't pack my glass jars in a padded envelope. You know, they're, they're bubble wrapped. We had boxes that were specifically made for a lot of the glass items that I, that I ship. And I know how we pack them. And I'm thinking, that can't be. You know, I know I didn't put that in a box. I, I didn't send that in a padded envelope. You know, and Amazon, will, they'll take the feedback away. It isn't, you know, they've never, like I said, they've never penalized me or, you know, yeah. but I just, I was just curious about that. Yeah. I don't spend a whole lot of time too concerned about that as long as, long as we're packing our stuff well and uh, we don't commingle. And for those who don't know what commingling is, it's a box you can check where your inventory gets tossed in with everyone else's inventory on very common items. So they can just grab the next one out of the bag kind of thing. And we encourage you, don't do that. 
you want your inventory kept separate for the reason that Jerry's kind of mentioning. So you can say, hey, that's that's not me that packed that glass jug and padded <laughs> yeah. envelope. That was some other crazy person. You know, the four foot drop test. I like to go through our warehouse and freak our team out every once in a while. Like, all right, four foot drop test and start just like pretend I'm going to drop stuff on the floor. <laughs> but the reality is, I mean, that box is going to get banged around a little bit. So, you know, oh, yeah. pack well. But there's money to be made there. You can sell like really super fragile glass items, for example, just package and bubble wrap it and tape them and get them nice and secure. And everyone's nervous to sell those. But if you spend an extra three or four bucks on packaging, you could really secure those things and do really well. So there's a nice tip too. All right, Jerry, it's been great hanging out with you. This was fun. I learned a few things. It's great getting caught up with you. You're going to come in August, come to our event, you think? Where is it? I can't tell you yet. We're narrowed down to... I I can tell you this from where you're at. It's drivable if it's the location I'm thinking. It's not Florida because we're going to stay away from hurricane season this year, but it's in mid-August. It'll be, we're looking at the 12th, 13th, and 14th of August as the dates. That includes a Sunday, if I'm remembering it correctly. Yeah, we we end on a Sunday. So it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever that Friday, Saturday, Sunday is. I think it's the 12th through 14th. And uh, hopefully drivable there for you from... From Alabama. So, oh, good. Yeah, cool. We'll have this. We'll let me just, I, we have one minute. So let me just share something real quickly. Please. You know, I know that we're, you're always welcoming new people on. I know that you're, you would just welcomed um, some folks from, a, from another group of a, of a friend of yours. And I yeah. just, we had, we had some visitors last weekend. And these are people are, we met them at the conference last summer. I mean, I met a ton of people and some people I'm, I consider friends. And we had some visitors. And you think about, I live in Alabama and they're youpers, if you know what a youper is. Now, how in the world would I ever get, get to know somebody from the Keweenaw Peninsula in Michigan? And we met at a conference and we just clicked and they were going, they were in Atlanta visiting someone and they said, well, just come over and spend a couple of days with you. I said, absolutely. And so, you know, they're, they're great, Janet and Rick, they're wonderful people. And that's the kind of that's the kind of community that you've built, where somebody from Upper Peninsula can come visit me in Alabama, because we connected at the conference. You know, that's that's the kind of community that you've built. That's the kind of friends that we're making, and it's wonderful. It's that's just it's, it's great. You know, and I I'm, I like to be careful with words, especially when I'm being given credit for something. I think what we're seeing, what that more accurately portrays what we've built here is the quality kinds of people that build businesses make some of the most incredible friends you'll ever have. People who are willing to put in the blood, work, sweat, tears, work, learn a new system, figure it out, support each other. That's the kind of community we have now. And the faint of heart kind of drift away. They're looking for that. No, I just want to push a button and have money going to my bank account. Someone sell me that course. I'm like, we don't have anything for you here. So this the flaky people who don't know how the world works kind of drift away. And what you're left with is people who understand, hey, businesses work and you got to learn some things. And yeah, you can make some mistakes, but let's do this together. That group of people is pretty incredible. I've got to agree. My best friends in the world have all arisen as just people who have bought a course and then kind of come in and they're leadership and they're a coach and now they're doing life together. And you look around, you're surrounded with incredible people. I, I can't agree more. It's, it's a beautiful place to be. Thanks for mentioning that. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, I, I think this is a good place to wrap see up. See you this summer. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you, in a, yeah, see you in a few months, mid-August. Really looking forward okay. to it. Is Scott going to come too? Oh, yeah. Awesome. I'll be there. 
We'll do that. It's going to be a great event. I think it's it's very needed. I think we need to do it more than once a year is where we're heading pretty quick because we get that a lot. But yeah, Jerry, you've been a great guest. Appreciate your time today. Thank and you. I appreciate it. Talk to the listeners for just a minute and remind you guys that uh, our only marketing for this show is when you share it with other people. So we'd really appreciate it if we've done our job today. I think we created some value here. Hey, could you do your part and spread the word? Tell people to go to silentgym.com. Check out this cool free podcast. People doing Amazon and e-commerce together with proven systems that work. All the links that Jerry and I talked about today are going to be in the show notes. So if you want to check out any of the resources that we mentioned, if you're watching on YouTube, it's in the notes. Or if you're listening on your favorite app, which is where most of our audience consumes this content, there's some notes below there that'll get you plugged in. A note for our YouTube viewers, most of our episodes aren't on YouTube. So you're missing a lot if you're just hanging out on YouTube. Go to silentgym.com and look at the full list of episodes. A lot of them are audio only. So you're missing some things there if you're not in it. And the group that Jerry mentioned a few minutes ago, our Facebook group is we're approaching 70,000 people right now. Come join us. It's free. It's people all over the world doing the stuff that we talked about today, encouraging each other, supporting each other. It's a very positive, uplifting community. Jerry, actually, I've heard from more than one person recently who said the only reason they're still on Facebook is because of that group and they love it. So that's the only redeeming quality yeah. they can find. <laughs> only thing my husband does on Facebook. That's is it? it. He doesn't have I'm any friends. He doesn't, he doesn't do anything. He just goes and, and that's it. <laughs> that group. It makes me feel like we, we should be charging Facebook some money to keep us around. Like the, you know, those YouTube influencers like, hey, YouTube, pay me or I'm taking my group somewhere else. You know, yeah, like, hey, do we have that kind of pull here? I don't know. We'll have to see how that works out. As long as Facebook likes us, I think we'll stick around. But you know, there's some rumblings. Uh, it's not a, it's not the most stable ground to build your business on, if you, especially if you've got the my kind of political views. I think we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been great hanging out with everyone today. God bless the business building warriors of this community. We'll have another great episode for you again real soon. Talk to you then. Thanks. Before I let you go, one last important announcement about the latest sponsor of this show. Many of the leaders in our community, many of the successful coaching students in our community are using a tool called GoAura.com. It's a repricing tool that helps you win the buy box more often on Amazon at a better margin. If you've got a bunch of replans that you're selling, a bunch of products that you're trying to adjust the prices on, you need a repricing tool to free up a whole bunch of time. These guys are like I said, are a huge friend of our community already, but they're extending a three-month 25% discount to all new users who go to their site and apply the code that's in the show notes today. The link you need is goaura.com slash gym. Goaura.com slash gym. And once you've got your account set up, use the discount code SILENTRADIO to get your 25% off for three months. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.